0: Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond, and welcome to the show. I've been eating peanuts and relaxing, and can I figure out what I'm going to talk about today? Well, I had an idea what I was going to talk about starting yesterday, or was it the day before? I don't know. One of those days on the weekend, right? I was talking to a friend who's a therapist who's very metaphysical or spiritual and does a lot of spiritual modalities, and I got a couple of things out of that. First of all, I thought to myself, is this the kind of person that I really want to spend a lot of time with, only because they're a lovely person, but I don't want to sit and talk about modalities and spirituality 24-7, right? I mean, you know, friendship, relationships shouldn't be built on one aspect of your being, I don't think. Oh, what do you think? Got an idea on that? I think I'm a well-rounded person. I like sports. I like music. I like dance. I like movies i like entertainment i like great books i just you know lots of things that are in the non-spiritual world you know i mean but all of it's spiritual at some left i think we're here and our purpose you know for purpose of being on planet earth is to experience and find things we love to do and enjoy and follow those things whatever that is if it's watching a baseball game watching the grammy awards anybody see them that was really inspiring i love the music you know it's a different kind of music that i grew up on but it was interesting to see where people are going musically in this world today and i love music so it was interesting fun and a lot of the people have some really great things to say you know some people i know i meet online dating and stuff like that and you know the R and B and hip-hop and i go uh uh no but i think if you you know, good music or good messages cross the, all the lines of music, I think. Sometimes it can be gross, and I'm eh, shy away from that. Or the music can be a little depressing. i shy away from that. Or, but so it's all about love, isn't it? That's what we're going to talk about is love. Not in the sense of romantic love per se, but that's an important aspect of love. If you're in love with someone or if you want to be in love with someone, it's a very valuable thing. So let me go back to my my friend again. Well, I think that's pretty much it. You know, it's, it's really about, okay, find things that you love to do. So I was testing myself or asking myself and asking my spirit guides, my teachers, okay, why am I here? You know, I mean – looking at modalities, and you know, all these people share these all, all these modalities. And I, and I, I got the, kind of the message that it's about love. It's about love as a healing energy. Okay, well, let me go back, way back, in the Wayback Machine for a moment. Sherman, doctors Sherman and Mr. Peabody, is that it? Sherman and Mr. Peabody, what? Oh, an animated feature back many, many years ago. But, okay, I'm wandering off. And I have a couple articles on this topic, but I wanted to get into this idea that I had a dream. I have a dream. No, it was, oh, I don't know. It was at least 14 or 15 years ago. Not a long time. Wow. And in the dream, I was Jesus. Now, I, I realize that I'm not Jesus, but, you know, and, and Jesus was going around touching people and healing people with love, the love energy. And I woke up and I thought, well, that's a strange dream. And, and. So what do I get from it? So my I got this message from spirit. Okay. Back then we had one healing with love. Now we need millions healing with love. Okay. Good. I got it. Okay. My mission, heal with love. So now to know that that wasn't just a random weird dream, a pizza dream is what it's called. You know, you ate something and you had this strange dream and you go, well, it's all because of what I ate. Right? So I emailed my teacher. I was setting shaman practice at the time. That's been a long time. And I I emailed my teacher and explained the dream to her. And she wrote back to me, I had the same dream with the same interpretation. So what's your calling? Are you called to heal with love? That's our calling. (laughs) That's the calling we got. That message from God, the universe, Jesus, Buddha, whoever it is, We got this calling, and I'm not the only one. There's thousands of us out there, millions maybe, multi-millions. I don't know how many people are out there getting this message to heal with love. So I thought to myself, "Hmm." being this morning, I thought to myself, oh, well, that's what it's about. It's healing with love. So how does love heal? Now I'm going to reinvent myself, right? and And I've kicked this around for years. I got something I'm a little bit of peanut shell or peanut stuck in my throat, so I'm drinking some water. So, excuse me. So, how does love heal? Can love heal? Well, love is a vibration, isn't it? The vibration of love is very powerful. Ask anybody in love. <laughs> They're taking over. I've talked about this, and people get obsessed with love. And I've been reading about the uh, le- love languages and how people can um, – how we communicate love – uh, to other people, our, our partners in life, and how people get love in different ways expressed to them. Okay, we well, won't we'll get into that. If you're interested, contact me. So, back to the main point. So how does love heal? So I'm gonna let my spirit guides talk to you, but let me let me get into an article that I thought was rather interesting on this topic, and I'll let my spirit teachers, and then I have another article. Well, you know what, I'm gonna get into the first one, and maybe we'll save the other one for tomorrow. Um, how does being in love or, or expressing love – and I'm going to try to frame this more of as an internal love, that you love yourself. Success in life is based on – and this is my premise – is love loving yourself first. You've got to love yourself. You, to be successful, you have to love yourself. If you don't love who you are and you're the person you are, it's hard to be successful at anything in life because you're always negative about yourself. You go, oh, whatever, you know. So loving yourself is really important. Then going, using Jesus' words, loving your neighbors or loving other people like the way you love yourself. So it's extending love to other people And whatever you're doing. Extending love, extending the love energy. And what are the various aspects of love energy you extend to other people? You could be kindness, loving kindness, acts of kindness, uh, generosity of spirit, forgiveness, empathy, just, you know, joy. Just all these energies of love, appreciation, gratitude. So we express that, okay, to other people if we love ourselves. So how do we successful if success means that we're doing what we love to do? Do what you love to do. Now the word love again. Do what you love to do and don't listen to other people. Does that make sense? Don't let people discourage you. And in being in love – One of the aspects of being in love, I believe, is really strong, and and for many people, and some people don't need this, but being in love is having your partner believe in you, love you in the way that they believe in you and who you are and where you're going in life. Does that make sense? Believing in your mission. So maybe that's what I think about in my own mind, is somebody who believes in my mission. So let's get into the health side for a little bit, and- It was written in, well, in the health site, and I don't get particularly who wrote this particular article, but I think it's really kind of an interesting way of looking at it from a physical way. So being in love, let's say, first of all, let's say loving yourself and then loving other people and showing loving kindness, because I've read a whole bunch of books and articles about loving kindness, and that's an expression of love. And it's not necessarily just that particular person that you're in a romantic, loving relationship with. Okay. So what does science say about love? Well, first of all, it can beat depression. And I'm just going to go through this series of things, and and and, and so how love can heal. So you got to, and and I, I'm still working on how I can help you with that. And I believe my spirit guides can help you to love yourself, because that's mainly what I do is channel my spirit teachers. So. It can beat depression with all the joy of being the person you love. Depression can easily being with the person you love. Now let's just say being with yourself, right? That's the person I love. Depression can be easily be something that does not bother you anymore. But on a more scientific note, love helps you release happy hormones, including endorphins, in your body. This surge of hormones can beat depression. Now, I've got a story, and I read this years ago, and I think it's really apropos in this discussion, that UCLA, the school, you know, UCLA, took in it took people who were clinically depressed, I mean really depressed. They were so depressed, they were depressed in their sleep. And they told them every morning, look in front of the mirror and say I love you. Just smile and say I love you. Okay? Do that for 30 days, for 30 minutes a day. Now, they weren't telling them what's going to happen. Okay, But they said, look in the mirror, say, I love you, and smile into the mirror. And after 30 days, and I can't say everyone in the study, but a large percentage of the people, and you might want well to look this up, look up UCLA study on, on smiling and depression and see what you find. Google that, right? That depression lifted. This depression lifted because they felt love. They felt love for themselves. Now it's good to love somebody else, and you can love your children, you can love your family members, you can love everyone, and that does has the same effect because the love is love. It's a vibration. It's not the romantic love that'll necessarily fade after a period of time, but it's deep, rooted, unconditional love that you have for others and yourself. Then so that point keeps keeps you away from ailments. According to the report by the Health and Human Services, couples in love tend to be healthier and have less lesser common ailments While well, the exact reason for this has not been pinpointed experts believe that this phenomenon is because partners generally tend to coax their significant other to live healthy exercise right and eat regular and get regular checkups so that's that's mainly that's, that's good Being being in love but you can be in love with a family member you can be in love with somebody else you know a friend who does the same things for you? And that's, but having that type of relationship is really valuable. Now, if you love yourself, you have a tendency to do it yourself. You get a little prompting from others, but if you really love yourself, you're going to do the same things, right? You agree, you disagree. Lowers your blood pressure. In a study published by the Annals of Behavioral Medicine, couples in happy marriage or relationship had lower blood pressure than those who were single. So I'm not trying to tell you to go out and get, get a relationship. That's important. But even loving yourself can have an impact on you. But experts say that it's the kind of relations you have that determines how well managed your blood pressure is. They found that people in unhappy relationship often had high blood pressure pressures levels just like their single carnal counterpart. So it really is about being in love. It's really about having that strong, loving relationship with someone else but how about having it with yourself because i'm always going to focus on this show about not so much being in love with somebody else but being in love with yourself having that energy of love for yourself and and having a love and and I, let me have my spirit guides talk about that part the aspect of the spiritual side of that for in a few minutes beat stress being in love is often an aesthetic feeling and the reason for that is the fact that we experience the release of happy hormones which in turn busts stress. Happy hormones. <laughs> Apart from that, the hormones released when you're loved, lower the levels of cortisol or the stress hormone in your body, therefore keeping you stay safe from the ill effects of stress. Now, can you do that inwardly? Can you love yourself at that same level? That's kind of the goal. If you love yourself, it's easier to love somebody else, isn't it? And if you love yourself isn't it easier for somebody to love you? If you're happy, if your blood pressure's down a little bit, you're feeling healthy, you're not stressed out all the time, stressed out all the time, and really love yourself, isn't it easier to attract somebody who appreciates those things about you? I think so. Okay? Next point. In their article, well, there's – well, there's a bunch of points, and I'm, I'm I am not—I don't necessarily want to get into all of them to spend all the time on this, because I want my spirit guides to talk to you a little bit about it, so I'll do that. I'll go under, let them talk to you, the Sarah group, about love, loving yourself, and then we'll get back to the article a little bit more, okay? So I'm going to go under for a few minutes. It's got about halfway through the show, so I want to make sure I give them time to talk, and then we'll get back to the article about the benefits of love or being in love, and I want to frame it all around loving yourself today versus just being in love with somebody else. We want to foster the idea that it really isn't that hard to love yourself. First of all, it's (laughs) recognizing who you are. It's easier to love yourself when you know why you're here on planet Earth. Purpose, what's your role, what's your mission, why you came to be the person you are. <clears throat> George is having a throat problem, so let's, let him have some water and we'll get back to this discussion. So it's about loving, it's knowing who you are, know why you came to the planet Earth, your your reason, your mission in life, why you are the person. So some people don't love themselves because, well, I'm too short, I'm too fat, I'm too tall, I'm too skinny, I'm too this, I'm too that. I don't like my eyes. I don't like this about me. But there's a reason for all of that. And it all ties into your life purpose. So once you understand why you're the person you are, Why you went through the things you went through, it's easier to understand and love yourself because, oh, I went through all this because I wanted to accomplish this in my life. I wanted to do this, and I wanted to do that, and I went through these trials and tribulations because this is the person I wanted to become. Okay, you can love yourself for that. Can't you You love yourself? You go, wow. I'm amazing. I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm a perfect person. I am the perfect person for my mission in life. Now, if you can accept that ideal about yourself, I am the perfect person for my mission in life, it becomes a whole lot easier, doesn't it? It becomes to love yourself because, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. You can look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm pretty good. I know why I'm here. I'm perfect for who I am, for why I'm here. So, first of all, discover why you're on planet Earth. We would say that. Discover why you're here. And then understand why everything that happened to you has led you up to where you're at in life to be the person that you need to be to accomplish your mission. And all of those features and characteristics about yourself. Now, we can stop there and say, well, "Well, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. I procrastinate. I do this, I do that. Okay, so you have negative attributes about yourself, but you can change those. You can shift those. You can go from negative to positive. So look at all the positive things about yourself. Look at all of the negative things that have happened to you and how you're able to turn those around. And if you're still living in that negative place, well, this is wrong with me, and that's wrong with me, and oh, woe is me, and da-da-da-da-da. You can change that. You can shift it. You can learn to love yourself. And go back to the premise we started with, once you learn what your mission is, what your purpose is in life, What your overall mission is and different aspects of what you do in your life contribute to that. So you understand those things that contribute to your mission and help you to understand more about yourself. You begin to love yourself more because, yeah, I know why I'm here. I know my purpose. I know that things that happen to me are for a purpose, for me to learn, to me to grow, to me to express myself in certain ways. Right? Don't you understand that? You get that, don't you? So love yourself. Learn to love yourself and then you can express love to others. Now, sometimes it's easier. Let's reverse that back a little bit and say to you, okay, if you begin to express love to other people, to do loving acts of loving kindness, do things for other people, share with other people, what that does for you, it kicks you into this place of, wow, that, that felt good. I can love myself because I did all these loving things. I can love myself because I did all these things of love towards others. So if you're not feeling love towards yourself and you're not quite sure what your purpose is, start extending yourself. Start putting yourself out there into society and doing things for other people. What feels really good for you to do? Is it working at a soup kitchen to help other people and help the homeless? Does that feel good to you? Well, then maybe you need to do more of that. Is it writing a book about a certain subject that it feels so good, and you know that's going to help other people? Then do more of that. Is it helping people? Well, it could be as mon—well, we'll use the word Monday. We'll use the word as kind of—you would seem rather odd for us to say this—but helping other people do their taxes, right? People have a hard time doing their taxes, right? Oh, I got to do my taxes. You're helping other people, and you do it honestly and you do it fairly. But you're extending a, a, an aspect of love towards them. You're doing, even though they're going to pay you for it, you're doing something to help other people, and you can feel good about it. You can love yourself because look what I did. I can help these people. All these people I've helped. And whatever you do, you're a dentist. Look at all these people I helped. You're a doctor. Look at all these people I helped. You're a lawyer. Look at all these people I helped. Made their life easier. Brought them a sense of joy. I ex- I did acts of kindness to all these people. Whatever profession you're in you work with children right oh wow look what i've done to help these children grow and develop and you know expand themselves and realize who they are well you've done a beautiful thing you've done a service to others you can love yourself for that so if you're having a hard time loving yourself oh what was me i do this and i do that Think in terms of how you're assisting other people. What acts of loving kindness um, in a small way and in a very large way are you displaying acts of loving kindness and helping other people have their life a little bit easier? Bring a little joy to other people's life. An actress does that. An actor does that. A musician does that. An artist does that. There's a sports, an athlete does that. They bring joy to other people. Even when they lose, right? But people got into the game and they enjoy the game and they got to escape the negativity in their world for a few minutes. So think about if you're having a hard time loving yourself, then do more acts of love for other people. Really focus on what you're doing that helps other people, that makes their life easier, that they can leave whatever you're doing. When they leave you from whatever you've done for them, whatever it is. They can smile, and they can feel better. Now, in in turn, and also what that does for you is helps you to go, hey, I love myself. I love what I do when I help other people. It feels so good to help other people. And so you're you're living from love. You're living from extending love. George made a comment today. You know, love isn't always about how you feel good. Really, it isn't always about how you feel good. It's helping other people to feel good. It's helping other people and extending love to other people so they feel good in a relationship or any kind of aspect of life. It's about extending yourself so other people feel good. And that gives you a sense of satisfaction and able to love yourself even more because look what I'm doing. I'm fulfilling my mission. Now, if you're doing something for somebody else and it doesn't feel good to you to do it, uh, it's a drudgery to do this. I know George knows that from doing taxes. He might have done it, but he didn't feel good about it. Okay, so whenever you're doing something for other people, you're extending yourself, does it feel good? Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy the process? Does it feel like this is why I'm here to do? And that's your mission. If you're doing things for other people, and it feels good doing the process of doing that for other people, then then you're following your mission in life, okay? Whatever it is. It could be a police officer, right? Banker. It could be a preschool teacher. It doesn't matter. If you're doing something and extending yourself to help other people and show love to other people, loving kindness, acts of loving kindness towards other people, and that process feels good to you, then you're living your mission. Simple as that. It's a very simple thing. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but we, we wanted to emphasize this whole idea that if you're if you if you're having a difficult time loving yourself, think in terms of what you're doing for other people. Take a sense of satisfaction from that. Look at what you do for other people Does that feel good? And if it doesn't, let's switch gears. Try something different. Do something different to to help other people because it needs to feel good. Because once it starts to feel good, then you start loving yourself more for the acts that you're performing towards others. And then you're living from a place of love because love is being extended. You're going to feel good. It's okay to feel good. But it's the acts of expressing love towards other people that helps you to feel good and be in that state of love. And as the articles talk about, once you're in that state of love, of extending love to other people, even your partner showing acts of love, you know, George was reading this books about love languages. And if your partner likes you to take the trash out or vacuum the house or, you know, they work long hours and, you know, just a little assistance around the house – it may not feel good at first to do that. Oh, I don't like to do this or that. But once you know that what it does for your partner, that they feel loved, that you're filling them up with love, that in turn will fill you up with love because, wow, my partner loves what I do for them. Simple. Or if you just, you know, you're a really busy person, you can sit down with 20 minutes with your partner, depending on what your partner's, you know, love language is. We emphasize this because it's really important to think about this. Just sit down for 20 20 minutes and turn off the phones and all that sort of electronics and disturbances and the kids have gone to bed or, you know, you're alone. And just listen. Don't try to fix them. Just listen. Just pay attention. Just talk to them. Express love. Express gratitude for them. And let them express that to you. Dream together. Visualize your future together. Visualize what you will accomplish together. Get into that, oh, wow, we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to accomplish this, and we're going to accomplish that. That Just that quality time of communicating, even if that isn't their primary love language. Maybe it's yours. But that just, that quality time together, that envisioning your future together is expressing love because I want to be with you. I want to be with you in thick then. I want to be with you for how many more years we have. I, I want to share life with you. Now, that feels good to you, doesn't it, when you say that? And it feels good to them because they know that you're committed. You're expressing love to them. Now, you can apply that to other areas of life, but in a relationship, it's important to sit down. and Just be there. You don't even have to talk a lot. Just being there, holding hands. Love yourself first. And there's so many different ways to love yourself first. You got to think in terms of how can I love myself? What can I do to love myself more? Now, the article talked about you can love yourself more about, well, being in love with yourself means that you'll watch your diet. You'll watch what you eat. You'll be careful with your health. You'll exercise more. You will, you, you will avoid negativity in your life. You will avoid negative practices in your life because you love who you are. And you want to continue on. I have a mission. I have a purpose in life. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. I I know how I'm supposed to offer myself to other people to help them. See, that's what it's all about. Missions in life are nothing more than what you can do for individuals and society. So it, you're offering love to them, and, and society is in a better place it overcomes the negativity, and overcomes the fear, it overcomes the anxiety. So that's what we would express to you and we're actually running out of time. George didn't get to the articles. Well, that's okay, but we we wanted to express that to you that the important thing about loving yourself is love others. Really extend yourself to other people first and then you'll know your mission, you'll know your purpose, you'll know to feel good because that's what you're doing. And you'll recognize that it doesn't feel so good to do that. I'd rather do something else. Let me, let me try something else. Let me extend myself in a different way. Let me find my mission by showing acts of love and loving kindness to others. And then when it starts to feel good, you go, oh, wow, I love doing that. And partly because they respond back to you with love an appreciation. And that feels good in itself. So thank you for listening. We appreciate your tuning into us, letting George work through work us work through him to express this to you. So have a beautiful week. Love yourself. Do acts of love for other people this week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. Oh, I got about 20 seconds. So my big My question for you, based on what my spirit teachers just said, is what can you do this week to show acts of loving kindness to people? How can you love other people this week? What can you do in your profession that you'll get a sense of satisfaction from? Love you guys. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk more about this. Bye now.